Welcome to We're Not Your Mothers with Barb and Beth, over 80 years of adulting experience. We don't have all the answers, we just think we do. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> We're here. Hi, Barb. Hi, Beth. This is what I intended. This is like a, a Saturday afternoon. It's mid-February. Mm-hmm. It's like, what should we do? We can't float. Nope. How are we going to solve world problems? I don't. I mean, other than just talking to a microphone, <laughs> how are we going to? No one else is asking for our advice. I know. No one is. <laughs> I did, though. I have to say, I went out for dinner with some other pe- some people the other day. And two women, but let me, cheating Barb. on me. <laughs> well, I have to say, this past week I have just loved it. I went out with friends from. They're like friends I know through my girls, okay. Tina and Sherry are their names, and uh, and I totally enjoy them. And when Sherry reached out, it was like, "Let's go for dinner." I was like, "Yay, let's go!" You know. Oh, yeah. So three hours into it. It's like, okay, we really do need, even though we could have kept going on and on yeah. and on. So I was, Sherry was telling, we were talking about people we work with, you know, just regular yeah. stuff. And I said, oh, this is what I say to Dawn when Dawn is somebody I work with. I'll say to her, well, you know how I like to mind my own business. I go, that's a good way of going. And she just started <laughs> laughing. I was like, it, you know, it, it means I'm going to tell you what I want to say exactly. anyway, but take it with there's you know, a qualifier it, it's a qualifier exactly <laughs> it's like but i am saying it with love kind mm-hmm. of a thing of so course. and we went out the other night barb where did we go what is that place called that i say all the time wrong lencioni's lencioni's it was good yeah we were fans of that place yeah we went out and i mean it's very local i never been there except i had gone to a class reunion there and it's just like a bar of contemporary. I mean, like, I know it was everybody. It wasn't that, a young person inside. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Not a young person. And you know what? And then we. Although I do to, love the youngsters, you know. I do love the young. I really do. I love to see what they're wearing. I love to see what they're saying. I, all of it. I do. You know, I do love being around. Maybe they just don't want to hang out with us so much. That's it. That we're not the wanted (laughs) ones. Exactly. And we saw our friend Terry that I have not, I hadn't seen her in a very, very long time. She's somebody that I see and I, it always makes me, I mean, just the two times I've seen her in the past month or whatever, um, happy to see her. It's like it takes you right back to. Oh yeah, the old days. To the old days. And and even going in, I loved, I mean, I thought it was like really a nice night. First of all, the food was delicious. I loved everything about that. But what I really did like is it was one of those things. It wasn't a reunion, but there were a lot of other Lansing people there. Uh And it was that whole thing. Oh, well, you know, Beth, her brother is John. Oh, I graduated with John. And I was like, oh, is that eight? No, no, my sister graduated with Jim. Or Mm -hmm. I graduated. I love all that. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because since we talked the last time, one of the, uh, it, it just makes me think about how, like your neighborhood kids or your neighborhood kids. And one of our neighborhood um, friends from when we were little kids in Cal City on Arthur Street, Norman, his name was, and he passed away. And I haven't seen him. Yeah. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you the last time I mm-hmm. saw him. But whenever I would hear their names, it would just make me happy. Mrs. It was like, they had, I think, four boys. And that was a mom who was 
made to be a boy mom. It's yeah. like at their house, you could jump from the roof into the pool, mm-hmm. you know. And we were not, I don't remember ever going in that pool. It wasn't like the girls were, it was like the boys went down. There, oh, yeah. Kind of a thing. And it did make me a little, it made me a little sad. I was like, it made me sad that I don't see some of the people that you cared about in a long time. So then it made this, like, when you see some people that you haven't seen in a long time, you're like, oh, this is good. It's yeah. good to see people that you haven't you It's know, good to have a big world. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it it's is. better to have a big world than a small world. I agree, because, you know, people will say, like, about their reunions and stuff, well, I'm not going to my reunion. If I wanted to hang out with them, I'd be hanging out with them. I don't feel like that. How could I hang around with every single person who wanted to hang around with me? I mean, what? it's physically impossible. <laughs> I feel my the same. My boyfriend would have... Exactly, <laughs> there, There's just not time like that when your kids are little and you're you're going to what they do and then you meet new people through that. I know. Yeah. But I mean, when I went to that reunion, it was like a summer... If you graduated in the seventies, I don't know. Beth stiffed me on that, and I went. But I did. I don't really know why. I, I had friends there, so you have your people there. Mm-hmm. But you just had random conversations with people who did not remember me, but then like telling you about their life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you ask and they ask you, and you're. I mean, you're just having nice conversations. It's nothing. I mean. It, Better than sitting in front of the TV. Yeah, exactly right. And you know what? It's like you have something in common. You know, like when you talk about high school or Lansing or whatever. I don't know. I just, I like it. It was a good place to grow up. The people that we were surrounded with were, you know, pretty darn good people. And I don't know. It's just nice memories that we had had fun. And I would definitely go back for sure. My boyfriend was like, oh, it's so far from home. Like... Fifteen minutes, like a ten-minute drive. Yes, maybe? exactly, I exactly. I was like, "Oh my god!" But it was fun. So, Barb, since the last time we've talked, I'm just curious to know: Have you changed your mind on the whole restaurant thing? What's the re- what was it? Oh, about about you being right, me being yeah, wrong. Me Absolutely <laughs> not. I am so validated. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Barb, okay, we're not even going to go into it. Again, no, I we just, got a lot of reaction from that, and I just thought it was very, very funny. It was, and well, it's not resolved. We well, I listened. I listened things. to the podcast because I had not even remembered <laughs> how it got into it. But when you said the business should want me to be happy, and yes. I'm like at the expense of someone else sitting at an un, what you consider to be an undesirable yeah, but the table. Other person might not the other person might not consider it an undesirable people. I am difficult when it comes to that. Well, my my whole point of re-bringing this up yeah. is that I said you don't always get your way and mm. you said, "Well, since when?" I <laughs> and that is See, so Beth O'Hare. <laughs> oh my god. She cannot be inconvenienced. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to attack. I'm no. just saying that when someone is owns a restaurant and they oh fill it with God. tables, yes. it is they have dis, they have studied it and they Barb. know how many tables they have to turn over to, in oh, order to make Barb, a profit. Not, we've gone. We've gone way past <laughs> the. <laughs> the restaurants now. Oh my gosh! Well, you just, and I are going to have to go to couples therapy. <laughs> I'm not ever, going. Have you ever been to therapy? I have not. And I used to say, and I was very unkind about it. I don't believe in I mean, it. it. But I absolutely do. I have 
come around on that. I mm-hmm. absolutely do believe in it. I, I my one of my favorite shows is In Treatment. <laughs> oh, I love In Treatment. Oh, and yeah. but I have never, even though I had a divorce and people asked, like, did you go to couples therapy? And I was like, oh my gosh, no. Like, mm-hmm. and that was partly because of my circumstances, but also because I knew my husband would not right be. He didn't. Yeah, I just say we, neither one of us really wanted to work on it. We, right, you were like, you know, you knew where you were. And you yeah, were exactly. Yeah, but does that mean it doesn't help everybody? No. Right. I mean, I know people who have benefited in their lifetime from therapy, and it's not because they don't have anyone else to talk to. Right. They do, but they want to be brutally honest with their therapist. Then sometimes you can't do that with family and friends. Oh, you can't be with family and friends. So I totally hurt feelings. I do. I do believe in it, and I do think that there's value to it for some people. Mm-hmm. I always tell I'm like, oh, boyfriend, I want to go to rehab, but I want to go like to Malibu, where you. So like, you want to go to a spa. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I want I want Blue Cross Blue Shield to pay for it. Uh-huh. And I was like, can you imagine, like all day long, just being kind of pampered? I would talk about I, myself all day. It sounds lovely. I think you would get <laughs> shut down because they would be saying, Beth, other people are here to get benefit oh my as God. well. <laughs> Wow, no. You want to go to a spa. You yeah, do not want to go to I rehab. Go, yeah, because I would be like, I want to go to, to rehab, but I don't want to go to Rockford. Well, rehab. I, I wanna would go. say that when I see, like, AA meetings or rehab, like, mm-hmm. on TV, it seems incredibly, like, cr- I would want to cringe, mm-hmm. you know, because oh, people like intervention. are... Yeah, like, they're oh, telling yeah. their stories, and it, it's just like, oh, my gosh, this is... It, it's... Excruciating. Yeah, it's excruciating. Like in treatment. I mean, not in treatment. Um, intervention. Intervention. I can remember all those years ago when intervention came out, and I can remember somebody, it may have been you, telling me the concept of people sitting in a room and being totally honest with you about what you have been doing to mm-hmm. not only hurt yourself, but hurt your family. Mm-hmm. I could not, I mean, I almost really could not wrap my mind around that yeah and then i mean, until i would like see it on tv my favorite was that jeff and he goes oh we love we got jeff. a lot of people in this room and we love you a lot we love you a lot <laughs> we love you a lot oh my god well um well, but my, it was sometimes so painful it was so painful yeah it was painful to watch everybody involved in yeah, it yeah it really it really was but we watched oh my god glued. We, we watched until and until always, i hit was saturated and i was like i can't yeah because so few people were success stories on that show. Yeah. Well, because we were only seeing the one part of it. And well, they would visit yeah, back. Yeah, they would visit back, but, I mean, we don't know what happened afterwards. For like, me, I always wanted to know what happened to that Dr. Phil family, that that very first family he had when the girl was pregnant. And I don't even know. You don't? Did you ever watch Dr. Phil? I try not to. Oh, Barb. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't like it. This so is what much I'm going to say. I, I quote him. I do. I used to really like it. What is? What's his quote that I like to say? You teach people Beth how to right. treat. No, <laughs> you teach people how to treat you. Yeah, you teach. It's the truth. It, he, he has some folksy wisdom. He does have some, fo- and he and he has some good wisdom. But you know, now the show I don't care so much. But I always do love to hear the stories of. What got people yeah. 
there, you know. And a lot of the things that are happening are older people, not even terribly old, but being scammed out of their money and stuff. Yeah, which you we know? talked about last time. Yeah. I, it's like, come on, people, get a little bit more self-aware. Like, if something's some, too good to yeah. be true, then it is. Exactly. That's exactly. a Judge Judy thing. Oh, yeah. You do quote <laughs> Judge Judy I do. I do quote Judge Judy. And she's pretty mean, and I don't like to be mean, but she... Well, you can quote her without being mean about the people. Right. Right. But then it takes the fun out of it, for sure. <laughs> so my baby is coming home today. I'm very excited. Oh. She's going home tonight. And I was thinking for a brief moment, would it be fun to have Kristen, because I thought she was going to be here while we were doing the podcast, and I thought it, if we had Kristen and Allison, like, oh. their opinion, like what they want to talk about, and I thought, oh my God, between you and Kristen together, I would be crucified. She so would just I be giving like, you, like, the dirtiest look the entire, the entire hour. <laughs> <laughs> she would be like... Mom, no, it would be yeah. an, it would be a fresh perspective. It would be, yeah, absolutely, exactly. yeah. to have someone but in I, their twenties, yeah. and they're because they face so many different things than we do, and than I we know, did when we were growing listen up. Listen to what somebody said to me. I was talking to a younger person, and we were talking about like uh, buying a house or something like that. Right. And he said to me, "Oh, I don't think I'll ever own my own home." And right. I said, "Oh my gosh, that makes why do you say that?" And then I've read a little bit about it and it's just like people really the the homes are so much more expensive than your I salary. Mean, they, yeah, than it's like your percentage be, of what your salary is. Our first, I think our first house was they said it was between two and a half to three times your salary that right. that's what you could qualify for. And now it's like eight times. I mean, it's crazy. I, it, it, I mean, people make $100,000 a year, which may or, I mean, it's a lot to me, but may or may not be a lot. But they their house is seven, eight hundred thousand. I mean, oh it's, yeah. I get it. I, I And I was like, not so much from a financial standpoint, but I often would, the way... The time that we grew up, mm -hmm. people had house phones, no answering machine. Mm -hmm. We got an answering machine years later when I was... We had an answering machine. It was, Ann, pick up the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you... It changed It changed the way your relationships were. Because yeah. it was like, am I going to stay home and wait for my this boyfriend to call? Or my friends are going out. Should I go right, out? Right. It, it, it you just like didn't. And now everything is, the phone is in your hand. And if somebody texts you and you look at it and put your phone in your pocket, that other person is like, I mean, I've, is like, I know they're seeing this text. Why are they not answering mm. me? And it, it, it becomes like, well, if you answer within 15 minutes, uh, you know, or if you answer immediately, are you too needy? All that stuff is just... It's a lot to keep up with. It is. It's a real lot to keep up with. I like the way we had it. I kind of do, too. It is... I, I can't imagine the whole... Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like I would come home from being out with friends, and my, my sister would say, some guy called, and I was like, who? Like, because I didn't mm -hmm. get that many calls. <laughs> and I'm like, who was it? And she goes, well, I don't know. And I was like, I wanted to throttle her. I would be like, think, think. <laughs> Did you recognize the voice? <laughs> and she'd be like, I don't know who it was. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you're worthless. And then I'm thinking, well, I wonder if they'll call back. And most right. of the time they didn't. And, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. It was just 
that part was bad. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't happen bad. to me a lot. Right, so, right. But oh my. But gosh. yeah, my whole. But we also had the dad that mm-hmm. would say, "Get off the phone. You just spent your whole day with those people oh, yeah. at school." And I finally like said to my mom, "I'm like." We'd really keep the peace if we had a phone upstairs uh-huh. so Dad didn't see us standing in the dining room or sitting on a dining room chair talking on the one and only phone we have. Right, right. And she said, you know what? You have a point. And we got a phone upstairs. Uh-huh. So that kept the peace. Because I, I don't know. I never, my dad was not a mean person at all. But for some reason, seeing people standing around talking on the phone or sitting around talking on the phone drove him bizarre. Berserk. Yeah. He would be like, I don't get it. What do you have to say? I'm like, Dad, I'm in school with these people. We're not talking right, all day. We're, talking. we're catching up. <laughs> yeah, we're catching up about everything that went on in school. Right. right. And then it's like the person was there, and then he's trying to watch TV. and it, it, Yeah. It's just like a whole uncomfortable And then he thing. Used to, yeah. he'd say, well, you never see me do that. And we're like, oh, sorry for your luck. You don't have any friends, you know. And then he'd get a, get a phone call, and we'd be like, Dad, you have a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> be like, what? That's outrageous. Yeah, who would be calling that? <laughs> well, I do have something here that I've I've kept for a little bit that I was, uh, I mean, I know what you're going to say about it, but we have to put this out here. I don't think anybody that listens to us would ever do such a mean thing, but here it is, Barb. Oh, okay. So it was a, it was a question. Mm-hmm. It's a question. And it says, a friend of mine is married. The mother-in-law brought matching PJs for all the kids except the one that doesn't belong to her son. Is she wrong? Yes. Is that the meanest? That's terrible. That is horrible. From a grown person? A grown person. Mm. Can you imagine? If somebody, if that were my... This is it. Don't be mean to kids. I don't care what you think about who your kid married, if... She had kids before and brought kids in or whatever. I, I mean, I since I've seen this, and this has been a while, it gets me worked up every yeah. time I see it. Because it's not hurting. I mean, it's of course, it's hurting the mother very much, you know. But why I do you want to hit hurt a little kid? I feel like once I saw that there was three packages and not four, mm-hmm. I would have been like, you take those home. Absolutely. And if that had happened to me, I would be... Well, and let's say that I did that. I walked into a place and there were, whatever, four children instead of three children. For whatever reason, I brought the three things and I didn't know there was going to be a fourth child right. there or whatever. I... I would be like, here, I'm going to give these for you later, or whatever the situation. They would not be putting them on. She had them put them on. Oh, that's awful. Put them on. So the one is seeing that there's not. What is... People are crazy. Well, first of all, if it was her... It's her son's stepchild. Yeah. Her son should have shut her down. And two seconds flat. I mean, that's really, really terrible. And, you know, I... My kids had a step-grandmother, and she could not have been kinder. She, it's kind of a long story, but um, she has her own grandchildren, but never treated my kids or her other step-grandchildren ever like that. Any differently. Ever. Exactly. They always, because because my kids' grandmother died when they were quite young, Mm -hmm. and when my father-in-law remarried, she, she just was lovely she bent over backwards to, to you know to make and it's like and to be a grandma to them exactly and it's not like anybody was 
holding her feet to the fire to do it. Right. She just was a good, a good person. person. Be good people, people. Yeah. Don't be jerks. I, I just don't know how you would, in your own mind, justify punishing a child like that. Yeah, I don't understand this being mean to kids like that. I, I don't get that at all. I mean, you can absolutely hate your daughter-in-law or son-in-law. Right. The kids are innocent. They, I mean, it just like, even like, I, I can remember all the years of, you know, going to Aunt Pat, and everybody knows Aunt Pat mm -hmm. is my, my aunt, and Aunt Pat has Christmas night at her house, and for, I mean, it's tons of gifts all over and the whole thing, and if you were dating somebody or whatever, if somebody was going to be there Christmas Eve, I mean Christmas, you made sure Aunt Pat knew because Aunt Pat would have just died she would have been, she would have before been somebody right? did not have... Like something to open right. or whatever. It was just kind. It was she just buys kind. for everybody. Well, not anymore. You know, I mean, I'm talking the about old years, days. but when yeah. Cousy was alive and Grandma and stuff like that. And but I mean, still, if it's like I would know, even in, in my twenties, whatever. If for some reason I don't know who would have ever come with me, maybe my sister's boyfriend came with her or whatever. Maybe Aunt Pat asked in advance, or maybe it was just like mm -hmm. you know, Aunt Pat, so and so's coming because. No, and you're talking, at, at that point, you're talking adults, because they're bringing yeah, a boyfriend. Right. I mean, I, if I was coming to some family thing and I didn't have a gift, I certainly wouldn't be crying into my Cheerios. Right, exactly. I, but I mean, when you're talking about little children right, exactly. in matching pajamas, except for the one, it, it's... Horrendous. It's, horrendous. it's like child abuse. It, I th that's exactly what it is. It's, yeah, it's exactly. terrible. It's terrible. Now I have another one to okay. think about. Okay. So we're on the same page. Right? Yay. Oh, yay. Score. <laughs> okay, so this one is, I think this is interesting because we have seen this and because, you know, we're not your mothers. Right. So we can have an opinion on this, but this is something. My wife and I got married right after college and quickly welcomed our first child. I knew having kids would take my wife's attention, therefore I did not want any more, but then there was, shortly afterwards, there was a second child. Oh, they didn't figure out what caused it? Yeah. <laughs> this is what he says. 20 years later, I have built a very successful career while my wife chose to take jobs that would allow her more time with the kids. Okay. She has taken the lead with the kids' activities, housework, cooking, etc., which I never asked her to do. Well, who the hell did you think was going to do it if she didn't do it? Yeah, exactly. You could have pitched in at any point. Yeah, at any point. Oh, she that sounds helped. like man bashing, but sorry, go ahead. She has held various low-paying, do-good type positions in the community. She has a lot of skills and did not have to compromise her career for children. There are a lot of successful oh women doing it all. You can see where this is going. Oh, yeah. My wife has nothing to show for working year after year. Can you imagine? I am very resentful of her career choices and have expressed this many times. Ugh. I think she is lazy and used the kids and house as an excuse. Oh, boy. Our kids are in college now, and I'm paying for all of it. My wife now has decided to pursue a secondary degree so she can increase her skills. I told her that I would not help her start a small business if she had been... Oh, I, I'm wrong. I told her I would help her start a small business if she abandoned going back to school. She declined. I do not feel obligated to pay for her education, which I could easily do. 
She's taking out student loans, but she will never be able to catch up to my salary. Am I being unreasonable for not helping and for feeling so resentful toward her? Well, you feel what you feel, but... Oh, you're always good at that. You do feel what you feel. You do feel what you feel, but I feel feel (laughs) that you're a horrible partner. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. Because, well, I mean, unless she unilaterally just said... I'm doing it all. I, I don't. I don't know. That's that Do is something I, else. He does not view their marriage as a partnership. No. Clearly, he says I earn the money. Right. I'm paying for the kids to go to college. I'm me, 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 me. Right. I'm incredibly successful. He clearly doesn't view their marriage as a partnership in any way, shape, or form. And pro- and maybe did not value. What, like, a mom, like a stay-at-home mom does. What value she brings to a child. Well, yeah. If that's what she wants. I mean, I get it. I, I, I know many women who stayed home with children. Mm-hmm. And then when the kids hit middle school or even high school, they, like, you know, started working. Mm-hmm. You really don't catch those years You don't catch up. up. No, you don't. You that might. is one of the things we do know for sure. Yeah. We have seen very well-educated women who left careers and stayed out too long. Yeah. Because they were doing what was good what they wanted to do for their family. Right. But it is very hard to go back it and should. find something that you know pays enough or yeah. you know is fulfilling or doesn't take mm, I hope it's a no fault divorce state. <laughs> <laughs> But I wonder if I wonder if there are a lot of men that resent like women staying at home. I don't know. And I mean, I'm sure can, there are, but I would have to say that that's some something that should have been discussed year 5, year 6, yeah. year 8. And I mean, if it he's acting like this is a deal breaker now i'm not helping her go back to school she's right. trying to now they have kids in college so i'm assuming they have maybe a 25 year marriage yeah you know something like, like that. that if they got married right out of college right so they're in a 25 year marriage you know some people are married 50 years right so right. she could earn for solid 20 years right, but he right. chooses it not to, to be help. how much he earns no this i is, mean so he i it seems like she can't win Right. It seems like she can't win. Like, she tried to do what she thought was right for her family. And, you know, in the beginning, he may have forgotten that there was that conversation about, this is how much it's going to cost if I put children in daycare. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. We have to be home by a certain time to get children from daycare. Yeah. It is not when these it's letters, not all yeah, when easy. These, when these letters happen... <clears throat> It's like you you really just get a synopsis. Right. It's We're like what was it. her career we before what? We don't know if he's what? a total jerk. We right. just we know don't. he's a jerk in this part. Well, <laughs> well, in in my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, I just that it seems like a discussion they missed having. Uh, he said, "I voiced it." Right. He did said say voiced it. Yeah. But if she has been out of the workforce for ten years or twelve years or fifteen years, mm-hmm. she can't just wave a magic wand and put herself back into the position that she was in before they had children. They right. clearly had children by mutual agreement. Right. The first right. one, anyway. I, I don't know. I mean, I... He... he 
<laughs> I wouldn't want anything to do with them. I know. That, because, you know... Yeah. It's like the whole hindsight thing. The like, whole look hindsight. How, exactly. Look how good I did. Look how much money I made. <clears throat> All by myself. All by myself. I did. Yeah, you did nothing to contribute to it. Yeah. He. he it's like he does not. He doesn't get it about what. Well, there's a, a other, person contributes. To yeah. The whole managing things at home. You know, there's a lot to managing a home. I am a person who stayed home for a while and then went back on a part time basis and then if later on a full time basis. And even when your kids are middle school, mm -hmm. it's tough because they are, too, you're not paying for daycare, mm -hmm. but in the case of mine, they were killing each other at home <laughs> and calling me, screaming over the phone. Mm -hmm. And I had an understanding boss and then, you know, but I also had my husband calling and saying, you have to come home and take so-and-so to the doctor. Right. Because right. he had never taken anyone to the doctor. Right, right. And, and it, he was happy with that. He was yes. happy for you to be able to well, do that. Well, because did at the time, probably, I was part-time and he was right, full-time I mean, and all that. And I'm not saying he didn't help in lots of ways. He did. But all of those appointments right. and all of that getting kids to practice, and all, that was all on me. Right. And I needed a job that allowed me to do that, which right, was a part-time exactly. job. Right. And, and you know, until kids can drive. Yeah, I knew a friend, and she said that um, she had been divorced, and she had three children, and she said, I had a job that I could pay for them to do the extra things, but they couldn't get to the extra things. So they right. couldn't do it because I didn't have any help with the drop-off and pick-up and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, it... That that's a tough one to be on that on that side for that yeah. woman, you know. I feel I feel for her because she can't erase the last twenty plus years right. of you know, she clearly thought she was doing I would wanna know, are your kids happy? Like yeah, are your exactly. you know, are your kids good students? Like give yeah. her some credit. Right. I think like raising decent people is showing that she's got some she has something like he said that he had, she has nothing to show for her because he's yeah. thinking only financially. He's only thinking financially, exactly. and there's so much more to family life and in all of that stuff than what's in your bank account. Exactly, exactly. Um, this is kind of I, I came across this, and I thought uh, your perspective would be good. But before I get to this, I have I've come across another question, and this was the question. Do you believe on sex on the first date? Do I believe in it? Well, do you not believe in it like you're worshiping <laughs> it? But <laughs> all hail sex on the first date. <laughs> so it just came across, and it was like, should I have sex on the first date? What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I'm going all over today with stuff. Yeah, you know. are all over. And you know what? Wait till I like, wait till I do the one that I have to do. You'll be oh, absolutely right. outraged. But okay, let's get back to sex on the first date. Okay. Huh. Oh, and let me tell you why I'm I brought it into the conversation today because I thought it was your answer on our last podcast that was very wrong about one topic that we do not have to revisit <laughs> right now. Uh, we'll revisit it the next time we go out. I'm sure, but. Um, it was about do about telling your kids the truth, and you had said, which I thought was really a good answer. You had said something about, uh, yes, I did it, and it didn't make me feel good. And I thought that was a very good answer. 
So this is, but I'm going to qualify that oh, for a second okay, because there's a lot of qualifying going on. Well, okay. when I said that, mm-hmm. I said the the question was, have you had your kid asked you if you've ever had a one night stand? Right, right, right. And what I said would have been my answer. Right, right. Yes, I did, and I wasn't crazy about it. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because I was regretful of my own behavior, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. Like I thought, I have to hang my head in shame or right. anything like that. Right. Everybody gets to do what they want to do. Okay. I'm not trying right. to say that people who have one night stands sh- are all ashamed of it the next day. They right. absolutely aren't and shouldn't have to be. I'm just saying, from my perspective, from those old days, <clears throat> I wasn't crazy about how it went down or whatever. Right. Right. For myself. Right. Because, well, whatever. I don't have to get into it. But I wasn't advocating for myself. I'm just going to say that. Okay. All right. And so it was kind of like, well, I guess, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. (laughs) Which isn't like the best way to go into. um, So what I'm going to, what I would say is, do I believe in sex on a first date? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't disbelieve in it. Mm -hmm. I, I think in this day and age with Tinder, it is how people meet. And the way I understand Tinder and Bumble, it, mm-hmm. a lot of people, they meet that way. Some people, it is the intention to have sex and move on. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it is not. It is a way to meet people. Mm-hmm. So as long as there's a meeting of the minds, sorry about that, as long as there's a meeting of a mind between the two people that, you know, yes, we're meeting up and we're going to have you know, sex tonight and, you know, then lose my number. Mm -hmm. If both people are on the same page with that, fine. But if you happen to think, wow, this person is really interesting and I want to know them further, I don't think you have to hang your head in shame because you had sex on the first date. Right. Oh, I I I mean, is it a date? I I don't know. Date, is that even a term? I don't know. I don't know anything about any of it anymore. I just read it and I thought... I think it comes down to exactly what you said, is that how do you feel about it personally? Like, if you're somebody who, you know, can have sex just for the enjoyment of it and mm-hmm. then move on and not think about it. Well, the hopeful it, enjoyment of it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully enjoying it, yeah. yes. Then that's... You know, I think it really is that there's no blanket answer to that. Because if you're somebody who is like... I, you know, I had sex on the first date, but I, it's because I was starting to have, I could see that I could care about this. This is something right. I thought I could care about. And I wanted to. I was attracted to him. I mm-hmm. wanted to. So I did. And then beat yourself up about, oh, he didn't call. He didn't call because I had sex with him on the first date. And he yeah. thinks one thing or another of me. I don't even know if people think badly of one another anymore. About I think not. I think I think people are, well, I, I mean. Not badly. You I can't, mean, you like, you can't make blanket statements. You really cannot. You could never. But well, we mean, did it in the old days. We did it. We did it in the old days. Right. We did, for sure. I don't think people do it as frequently now. I think people are much more open about their sexuality. And, you know, I, we've come a long way since the 60s and 70s. Okay. Yeah, as, exactly. As women and, you know, right. ad, you know advocating for ourselves and. I, 
you know, I don't think people are as judgmental. Does that mean everyone's not judgmental? No. There are right. plenty of people that are like, oh, well, they're just sluts or the, what do they call the guys? I don't know. Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, is, they're just loose or whatever. Right, right, right. And it's just like, well, you know, my opinion now is it's a short life. You should enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And as long as you feel good about decisions that you are making, right. go for it. I, I could see that. I could see that. I think, like I said, it comes how you f- absolutely feel about it. I just thought it was an, an interesting question. It, there's When I look at some of this stuff, there's things like that we just would not have talked about so openly. Like when no. we were younger people. We absolutely it was, did not. If, yeah, there were... And it was always against the girl. You know always. what I mean? Always. I wonder if all that's changed at all. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I hope it. I hope it has. I hope it has too. But I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, what was the one you were going to talk to me about? Okay, you're going to be floored by this. Uh, oh, I can't wait. And I'm not reading it. Okay. I'm just remembering it because it's memorable. Oh. So this, it's a, a man wrote in, mm-hmm. and he says, "I have uninvited and removed my 20 year old sister from my from the bridal party." And uninvited her to my wedding. And my entire family is pressure is saying I'm being too hard on her because of something, a stunt that she pulled. So this is the stunt. <laughs> she goes to the bachelorette party and brings a skeleton in a wheelchair with a sash, sister of the bride, because the bride's sister had died. <gasps> And it was, I'm doing air quotes, just a joke. Oh, my God. And he says, my fiance is like, let's just put it behind us. It's caused this, because he, when he found out, of course, his fiance called him crying. And he said, my sister's not in the wedding and she will not come to the wedding. And now his entire family has rallied around the 20-year-old sister because she's young and it was just a joke. And they are none of them are coming to the wedding. And he's like, I want to hold firm. But my fiance is saying, this is a, going to be lifelong consequences if none of these people come to the wedding. He's talking aunts, uncles, cousins. They all rallied behind this 20-year-old numbskull that thought that was funny. And, and this is what she is never is the biggest thing. Is she apologized? Never. She has not apologized. All she says is it was a joke, and it wasn't really her sister's skeleton. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, is that a clueless person? That isn't. That's a. I mean, that's like a sociopath oh to me. Oh my god! I mean, I don't know what the definition of sociopath yeah. is, but I would call it that. Okay, we can. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine as the parents? Of this 20-year-old girl. Oh, my. Saying, I just can't. Especially, and he said, if my sister showed any remorse, I would be inclined to say, yeah, yeah let's put this behind us. She is not remorseful in the least. Oh, my God. And he said, oh, she doesn't really like my fiance. I'm like, doesn't like your fiance? That's what she comes up with? I mean, it I is, mean, that, first of all, how mean. It's so mean. mean. It's so mean. Okay, so this is, you know, 
Uh, you're I right. Don't. I am just shocked by this whole story. The whole thing about, I am always kind of inclined to think, well, let me say this. I love his future wife that she is saying, yes. let's just put this behind us, you know, for the wedding and stuff. Because, right. like we have talked before about weddings, this sister not being there and other people not being that does kind of become the focus. Right. And, well, why isn't she there? Well, because she rolled the wheelchair yeah. up and, you know, did this horrible thing. And then that becomes the conversation exactly. at the wedding. The wedding, they're not talking about, oh, she's a beautiful bride and, the, mm -hmm. you know, it was a beautiful dessert table. They're not talking Typically, about that. Typically, I'm all about, like, putting, putting, things, putting behind. things behind. That, no. And this family, I mean, that is rallying behind this, well, I'm going to have to say horrible person. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I mean, they're cutting themselves off from future grandchildren, from future holiday. I mean, because I would, my line in the sand would not be going anywhere. And, no. you know, I, it's like, there's no remorse. And you're well, just the saying. The whole no remorse thing is, I mean, I cannot even and believe then it. And she's you know young. And I'm like, 20 I don't care. is an adult. An adult. And you know what mean is. I mean, yes. what did she, and what did she think people were going to, I have, I cannot even put my mind to where she was because I, it makes no sense I hope it was made up letter because honestly, I hate to think that somebody could pull such a prank, or if you even want to call it a prank, such a sick thing and then yeah. expect that everybody's just going to go oh well that's her i mean it's unbelievable and if nobody ever teaches this person that that is not the way you behave in life she i mean that's you like, know what my first kind of reaction to this is that for the wedding if my because the bride is saying can we just put this behind us i my advice to him would be Put, put it behind you. No. For that day. For oh. that day only. I wouldn't. And then... Because what's she to say that be, she wouldn't pull something again? Barb, at the you wedding. have to let me finish. See, this oh. is what's wrong. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> but the day after the wedding, I would have nothing to do with her ever again if I were him. I would be like, I am over her. I, I just would be. And she's 20, so however it is, I would just be like, I am over her. I am not. Without an apology, you'd have her come to the wedding? Because, Barb, this is it. I Only because of I, the focus. I only get that. because of the focus and because. Only because of that. Only because the bride was okay with it. Only because of that. Yeah. Would I think my parents were awful that they were, you know. And who knows what they've said to her, but, I mean, they raised that awful person. I, I honestly am a big person. I, I'm i a proponent of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think we all make mistakes. I, You know, I think of things, uh, I think we've talked about this, I think of things that I said and did when I was in my teens and 20s, and I'm like, oof. 40s, no, 50s, well, 60s, I can start bringing up some things <laughs> if we need to. That's so funny because you don't have a good memory like I do. I, that's the problem. That is the problem. Yes, you're right. But you're right. Honestly, I think back and I'm just like, oh, I'm glad nobody was videotaping. I'm glad there's no audio oh tape. Oh, my God. And, thank you God. know, I, I know I did it and I'm remorseful mm -hmm. and I've tried to make myself be a better person. Mm -hmm. Try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big proponent of cutting people slack mm -hmm. but 
when someone does not apologize for, like you said, something that's so blatantly mean, mm-hmm. like there's absolutely no way she thought that bride would laugh. No way. And you know what, Barb? I do have to think that, you know, as crazy as you do make me, when, <laughs> when you would say that person, I'm over that person, it does make me consider that because I think it takes a lot for that to happen in your opinion. To have somebody shunned, yeah, you know what I mean. I think you wouldn't, you don't say that lightly. I don't. So I, I do. I t- I'm considering that, but for this one day, for this one day, can't this girl be, you know, getting her makeup done and her hair done, and not somebody say, oh, so and so, oh, she's not coming, or. That's for the amazing. wedding. I mean, so I do know a family who... You would keep her, though, in the bridal party? I, I don't... Well, who knows? I don't know about the bridal party. That's a good question. That's a good question. Maybe, I mean, maybe come as, maybe a, maybe come come as, come as a, guest. a guest. Maybe come as a guest. Yeah, I could see that. That could be a good compromise. Like, I would feel like I, a, a point was made. And, mm, you know, I, that's, know. I think that would be a good compromise. Now, I do know... Uh, some people that I used to work with, one of the girls was telling me that, and their family, they had a, um, there was a big wedding being planned. The sister said something that the, that her brother, who was the groom, and the soon, the fiance, found very, very offensive, Mm -hmm. very offensive. And this guy and the bride could not forgive it, he could not forgive it. They absolutely kicked her out of the wedding party, huh? kicked her out of the wedding. She apologized and apologized. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was... The way it was... Uh, it was not intended the way you took it. And what I heard of what it was, I, I do believe the girl. Was it a stupid thing to say? Yes. It was a stupid thing to say, but I don't think she intended it to be... Racist, basically, is what it came down to, and but it was taken that way, Mm -hmm. and she apologized left and right. Her so his mother is like pleading with him, please let her at least come to the wedding. Of course, they kicked her out of the wedding. To the wedding, she was the bride, the groom's sister. Oh, okay. And the the groom is like, no. The father is like, you know, let aunts and uncles. You know, you know, this is. It was, we all Similar. know what she meant by this. It, she, you know, and uh, and I think in some ways they chose to see the bad side of it yeah. kind of a thing. And they held firm to where the mom's crying the day of the wedding. Yeah. This whole, and then my friend said, the wedding, it was all about. That. That incident. Why that incident? Yeah. And the thing is, because my, they held firm, and the sister wasn't invited, and the sister was not invited, and she like pleaded and apologized. Uh, different from this girl. Yeah, I mean, this that girl's is not even apologizing. And the thing about it is, is that um, this friend said to me, "How would that have been handled in your house?" And I was like, "The house I grew up in." And she's <laughs> like, "I said, oh, I will tell you how it would have been handled by John the father. My dad was my dad." So, and when I was growing up, if, or, you know, grown person, whatever, my father did not want my mother to be unhappy. 
about whatever it was. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yes. My dad was the dad. My mom managed us and managed everything else. So everything came, you know, trickled down through my right. mom. To, I mean, God loved being the mom. You're right in the middle of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, between your husband, the dad, and the kids and everything. It's a lot. You don't realize it until you're the mom in the middle of right. everything. But if in my house, this is how it would have happened. There would have been a phone call to me or my brothers. This is what I imagine, and it would have been this: "Your mother is upset by this. Get it fixed." Mm-hmm. And it would, it would have been fixed. It just would not have been accepted. To, yeah. You know, now things are different now. Yeah. People, you know, give their. It would have just been put under the rug, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Not that it wouldn't have. Um, Come out another time, I suppose, or whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, how would it have been handled? Would it, would it have been able to get this big? No, it just never. It it would not have been allowed. But now, you know, it's like kids say more now. We're raising our kids now to have more of their own opinion, even when it comes to us. Yes. When, like when we were kids and stuff. You didn't really share your opinion about your mother or your father to your mother or your father. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, occasionally I did, and then, you know. <laughs> it never went well. No, it didn't. I didn't feel good about it. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. It's all so, about, you know, we, we should feel good. But, like, on that stuff, same topic but, of, like, forgiveness, I guess, I had seen this, uh, like, a story like that, and it yeah. was... You know, my sister's older, and she's got this boyfriend, and, you know, he prides himself on being brutally honest, oh. and none of us really like him, but we, you know, tolerate him, and whatever, and they got into this, they were at a dinner with her parents, and her and her husband, and her sister, and her sister's boyfriend, and these are all, like, people in their 30s. Okay. And he starts asking them why they don't have any children. Oh, wow. And they said... First of all, none of their business Exactly. And they have been this couple who was telling the story, is working with a fertility doctor, Mm. had a few rounds of failed IVF, Mm -hmm. and she's kind of felt coerced into answering like you know we're working with a fertility specialist or whatever and he said well whose fault is it yours or your husband's and she said i was not going to answer but my sister answers and says oh it's my sister's issue Uh uh-huh and he says and then the guy turns around and says something like well you're over 30 so it's probably just better that you don't you know procreate and possibly have like you know, bad DNA or oh, something God. like that. Oh, God. And so she Keep makes this, down. like, I'm shutting this down, like, sort of, I'm not going to repeat what she said, but, like, a very rude comment to him. Okay, now, wait, the person, the the, person, the girlfriend or the one who was the, the sister? The sister with the fertility issue. With it was like, I am issues. done with this conversation. Good, good. So she, like, makes a rude, like, a rude comment, like, if I wanted your opinion, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And because that's, so terrible and he was silent for a few minutes and then got up and left the dinner Mm -hmm. left the restaurant Mm -hmm. his girlfriend chased after him Mm -hmm. well she needed a ride maybe (laughs) but and now they are furious 
because of his bad behavior, because she shut it down, they are demanding an apology or he's never coming around again. And I'm thinking, good riddance. Let her go. Let him go. Yeah. And, And she said, my parents are asking me to apologize and I just don't want to. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to either. This, he's, I, I mean, these people that think it's, uh, this is my quality and you have to deal with it. I don't. I don't. And you know what? This is a, this is the hard thing about being a decent person. You might not know much about it. But, but <laughs> I'm a decentist. <laughs> you are. You're, you're a good, good person. But this is it. It's like, like, say you and I, people like us, which I don't even know what that means, people like us. But I don't people like us old who. Well, not <laughs> just old. No, but. Yeah. Um, like, we would not think to. Like, outside the box, and I'm listening to the story, I want the person who had the fertility issues to say, none of your business. Yes. And then, or her husband say, none of your business. We're not discussing yeah. this with you. It's not, yeah, I would love that to. But when you're kind of like us, because somebody has asked you a direct question, yes, we feel like it's rude not to. An- we're not thinking he's the rude one, right? And even though we're feeling it, we are trying to be nice and polite yes, about you're it. At a dinner. Why do we have to be polite about it? We don't. It? We don't. But it is like the social norm that you have this give and take conversation, and it. But, I mean, I guess you have to learn that it's a learned behavior to shut this down. We are not talking. I'm not discussing my fertility issues with you. I am not. I mean, exactly. If you have any questions, ask your damn girlfriend. She's my sister. Exactly. You know, it's like this isn't conversation for this dinner. This is not dinner conversation. Well, I mean. You know, people talk about it. I, oh. But I mean, other people were probably at the table if they were at a wedding or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think they were at a restaurant. Oh, they were just the four of them. But oh. no, the parents were there too. Oh my God. It's it's bizarre behavior, and I don't think you're ever wrong to shut down bizarre behavior yeah. when it comes in the form of brutal honesty, you know, yeah. or that's just the way I am. Well, fix it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah. Absolutely, I have you know I, I have you know my two daughters. My one daughter, she would shut that kind of stuff down. And, and over the years, I I mean not that that question. You know what no. I mean? She just wouldn't. She it's knows a good, more of boundaries. It's, yes, it is setting boundaries. Good. But when I thought maybe my other daughter wouldn't be like, and she shuts down. They're better. Are younger people you better taught at them. this? <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that over the years... It's self-defense. <laughs> Self-preservation. <laughs> we have to shut Beth down. Well, yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know, but I... Aww. Well, you do have that... No, because the, the transition is your teenagers or maybe your preteens tell you everything. And then at some point, they stop telling you everything. And you... And we talked about this at the very beginning. You have to adjust your behavior to that right. which is sometimes difficult but this is someone outside the family this is outrageous behavior uh, it's outrageous it's outrageous and i can't imagine I, any, but you know what though this is what i would think too if i were the mom and dad i'd be like good they're not talking maybe she'll get rid of him or well i guess and you start thinking i don't want to lose a daughter to him oh it, it is a whole thing mom stuff it's it not is an easy kid. it's a whole exactly. thing because i think the parents are like just you know, she's happy with him. 
don't create this rift in our family. Right. Please apologize for your rude comment. But his question was rude. His, his right. comment was you know, rude. Why do, I mean, for these people to take a stand of your, what I did was rude, but you're rude. It's like, well, what about your rudeness? You don't, you don't have to own any of that? No, it's called, he calls it honesty. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Barb, I have... A, one we can do. We can one do less. one quick one because yeah. we're. Well, I don't know it. how quick it's going to be. Well, but. this this is odd because fifty five. We've been recording for fifty five minutes, and it feels like two. I know. <laughs> this is we're so good at go this. Where? <laughs> this is why you could go to dinners and it hours and hours later. Yes, but, exactly. So, I do not have an answer to this. Oh, okay. Maybe I do. Oh. I'm quite wise. So this is Barbie. You are wise, <laughs> but when it comes to the heart, we're kind of messy. We're yeah. kind of like mushy. We, do you think that you make decisions from your head or from your heart, would you say? Are you? I would say when I was young, my heart, and now that I'm old, my head, for sure. Um, let's hear it. Okay, so here it goes. I feel like I'm in a catch-22, and I hope you can help. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years. We were both in our late 20s, and we've had a great relationship. I want us to get married, and I've known and been comfortable with this for a while. Even though I've never said it directly, my boyfriend knows how I feel. He is definitely committed to me, and we have a great relationship. We're not engaged, and he recently told me he never wants to be married. Oh, boy. What would you do? Like, you, you still love him, but... Well, again... It's a simple letter. We need more details. Does she mm-hmm. want children? I mean, does she picture her life without... Because the marriage... I mean, as long as they're together, and if there's no expectation that either one of them want children, they can go through life without being married. Right, but do you think that there's some people who... Like, I mean, absolutely. Could you have been somebody who dated for... No, because you wanted children, so you would not have done that. Well, see, and this is making us sound old, because people have children w- without marriage all the time No, now. but not with the partner who doesn't want. That's what we're talking about. That's what he you said. Says he says he doesn't want marriage. Right, but you... I mean, you're saying that he could have... You know, children. But let's say, let's say he does. He knows he doesn't want to be married. He loves her. He does. He's not saying I want to break up with you. He's just saying, don't expect an engagement ring right. from me. I don't want to be married. But now, let's say that you're a person who have always thought about being married. That you yeah. want to be married. It goes back to: Did you always think about a wedding or think about a marriage? Because can your marriage be? Can your relationship be? Like a marriage, just yeah. without the paper. Yeah. So I, I mean, if you lived, I mean, if you move in together and you right. buy a home together and you do all the things that married people do without the marriage license, absolutely. Okay. So let's take it this then. Okay. So if if you were a person who saw yourself getting married, but not let's leave kids out of it. Okay. And somebody said, "I don't want to be married. I don't want that. I like. I don't." want to leave you I don't I'm happy the way things are I don't want this to change I love how it is I don't want to be married could you do you think like the dream of being married is stronger than like a good relationship would you give up the relationship because of he didn't want to be married um would I no um I don't think 
I don't think I would have. So um, what about kids? What if it well, were... See, that's where you get into it. But, I mean, there are plenty of people who are in long-term relationships with children without the without the legal benefits no, of marriage. Right. They um, don't see the value of getting the government involved and blah, blah, blah. I get that. I totally get that, except that 50% of marriages break up, mm-hmm. and then you have the courts on your side to help you. Right. And right. if you... Unless you have common law and you, you know, I from a legal perspective, you're better off to being married. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're going to co-own property and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, do do so I just think you the institution who uh, did not want children, who said to you, "I know I don't want children," and you wanted children, I would not marry that person. Could so could you be in love with the person? And break it off because of these imaginary could children I do, that you don't even have. Could I do it? I mean, like in hindsight, I probably would say I would have been very bad at that. About giving up the person that I loved yeah. for that. I would, be, I would have been bad at that. But mm-hmm. I think to myself, now, I think, I, I think to myself... I admire someone who said, this is not the, my vision for, right, my life. for my life. And if you're drawing, you know, if you are taking the stance, we're going to have to say goodbye. I I admire that mm-hmm. because otherwise you're setting yourself up for heartbreak and I won't say misery, mm-hmm. but like a feeling of unfulfilled dreams I know I just you know we've you know of course both of us have been through breakups and stuff like that and just how hard they were you know like when somebody broke up with you or something and you just Mm -hmm. really cared and you're like oh my god I can't imagine like I don't I have no I have no good advice for somebody like this yeah yeah I Oof. I, it would be bad. It would. I. The idea that everybody's like on the same page all the time, you're just yeah. like, oh, this works out. But having that, like this fundamental difference between these two right. individuals, like I love him and he loves me and we're And he's good so to, good to me yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But he but doesn't but want to get married and I want to get married. That is. That's real. That's a conundrum. And the whole thing about if you wanted children and say you've gone along with it you're like you know what I could be happy I have a nice life with him and I'm happy mm-hmm. I have nieces or nephews or you know that I, I think can the love children is more of an issue than the marriage yeah, because I, people I, I do that. Yeah. you know people have three and four kids and they're not married they're in long-term relationships right. and in, in long-term committed relationships right, right so the kid isn't so much the kids aren't so much the issue but like it's just the fundamental way you see your life and Mm -hmm. the way the things that are important to you certainly having a marriage is no guarantee that you're going to stay together forever we all know that but there there are so many things that we can be so cut and dry with you know what i mean like get out kind of a thing leave them do this Mm -hmm. i this one i would have i do not know what i would say to somebody is now because we're not the mothers and we have seen we have perspective on it it's i think people who have wanted children i think we know that people who 
always kind of wanted children and then didn't have children based on somebody else's wants mm-hmm. were probably pretty sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that if you are a person who does want children, that that may never go away. Right. Yeah. You know, because if you, you know, the imaginary children, I always say my imaginary children were so much easier to raise than my yeah, real life children. That's the truth. You know, but. I think we all know that's true. Yeah, I think that's how true. But, you know, I have, I do have come to the conclusion lately that my real life son-in-laws are going to be crazy <laughs> your about fi- me. Your fictitious son-in-laws. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I will have them or I won't have them. I don't know. But you, I have to, I have already in my mind, no, I'm going to be like, you know, we read these things about mother-in-laws. Mm-hmm. We hear, you know, through friends and family, mother-in-law issues. And I'm like, oh, my God, my son-in-laws are going to think I'm awesome. Mother-in-laws, daughter-in-laws, son-in-law. Yeah, all of that all stuff, of it. it is because people are raised differently mm-hmm. and then they're being forced into these you know, I mean, willingly, but still right, forced right. into another family situation and the way right. they do things. And um, I have no doubt that your girls are going to pick oh, guys yeah. that I are going to love you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, my, it'll eventually be like, I don't know why you have an issue with your mother. She's always well, so nice. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> they're going to help you get a better relationship. Not that you're going to have a big, but they're going to be sticking up for they're you. They're going to be like, oh, she's always so nice. Can't you be nicer to your mom? <laughs> but no, so I feel like, now I feel like I feel badly for this person who wrote in. About what to, I do not have, I do not know what to do. That's a hard, hard, you have to look in your own heart for that. Yeah, you definitely do. I mean, there are, there are definitely people that are in love and have good relationships that do break up. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, my, I thought my phone was on silent, but whatever. Um, (laughs) They do break up because of different philosophies and it's not even about kids. Sometimes it's about travel and I want to go and work in Dubai or I want to join the military and be stationed all over. And this other, and their other person is like, that is not what I want for my life. I want to settle in a small, in a suburb or I want to live in the, in the big city and I don't want, this is the way I, and you, they break up over those fundamental differences, despite the fact that they get along and love each other and right. because everybody gets to live their own life. Gets to, yeah. Wow. That could be a romantic comedy we could come up with, Barb. Uh. Mm. You know what? We never said hello to Tanya. Oh my gosh. How did that happen? Tanya. I hope she doesn't have a little heart, a little <laughs> Well, we're saying heart. you now. Hello, Tanya. Thank you for everything. <laughs> so, Barb. What do you think? You think we should call it a day? I think we should call it a day. What should we do tonight? I don't know. I'm just going to say this as a a real quick one, just because I'll forget it for next time. Okay. But I was reading a letter today to Beth, and it was about someone who wrote in to an advice column, and she said, my boyfriend calls me fat when (gasps) we fight. Oh, I can't believe Okay, we're not ending. Uh, Let's keep it going, Tanya. We'll keep keep it short. We'll keep it short, though. Oh, I couldn't My boyfriend calls me fat when we're fighting. Oh, my God. And he knows that I have issues with my weight and the way I see myself. But loves me, tells me I'm sexy, wants to have sex with me all the time. But when we're in a fight, he goes there. And the person who gave the advice was like, dump him. I mean... No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I have to say, I concur. Because a mean fighter, someone who 
gets to down that, and dirty. Down and dirty in the beginning when you're dating and you're supposed to, you don't have any outside pressures of kids and in-laws and all of the things that come along, right. budgets and right. all of the things that come along to cause stress in a relationship. You have none of that because you're dating. Get rid of someone who is a mean fighter like that. And I'm standing by it, men or women. I totally agree. Barb. We agree. Totally agree. <laughs> I mean, when you read it to me and it was like, and he calls me fat. I cannot, I cannot imagine. I know. Like somebody who supposedly loves me. Yes. Saying something that they know hurts me and he, so And in bad. the letter it said, he says, he, how did it say? He it wants so, to hurt me. He wants to hurt her in that moment. But he doesn't really think that way. Well, words are powerful, buddy. I would be like, sir, leave him, in, leave him in yeah. the dust. Leave him in the dust. And you know what? Do not let somebody treat you like that. No. And like his next girlfriend, maybe he'll learn something. I Maybe not. But if his next girlfriend's skinny, he'll find something else. It's Right. It always will be about something. But you know what, though? Now, this brings me to this whole thing. Is there something that you just... I mean, besides abuse, of course... You know, of course, that would not be tolerated. But, like, let's say that this is happening, and, and she, of course, she's saying it. He calls me fat and that. But let's say that, you know, financially he's stable, and he's generous, and he's kind to her, and he's good to her mother, and, you know, all these other... He's fun, and she enjoys him and stuff. Does this mean comment... Like, let's say he wasn't financially stable, but he never calls her fat. Like, is this calling her a name, Trump, everything? Yes. Because it speaks to how he deals with conflict. I agree. I think it goes right down to that. I don't got, he wants to win this, he wants to shut down this argument. He wants her to cry. He wants, you know. And I mean, obviously women can do this to men as well. Right. To bring up the thing that you feel you know most for vulnerable sure. about. Exactly. It's why if you watch a housewife show. I do not. I know. But the <laughs> best thing is when they have sisters. Because sisters know, and they know with enough drinking and everything, that all the dirt is going to come out. They know what will hurt you. And your person knows what will hurt you. And right. for them to use it intentionally yeah. is just wrong. It is. Go find somebody better. Somebody Go find somebody better. better. Somebody who knows how to have a conversation without... Without being mean. Without being... I really don't like that person. Yeah, I really don't like it either. And I mean, it, it, that also comes into that, well, I'm just, you know, a, I'm a brutally honest person. And it's like, well, take your brutal honesty somewhere else. So if you have, like, say, a, a child, and you have heard, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend say something to your child, are we... Not we, but do parents, are we supposed to be quiet about all this? No. Or can you say to your kids? I mean, Ed would have trouble, possibly. I mean, my boyfriend Ed would have no problem saying anything to someone who was mean to his children. Absolutely. And, you know, and the thing is to be mean in front of their father or their exactly. mother. He would be like, yeah. you... The thing I is, do not know what he has over you, yeah. but I'm coming to get you and you're coming home. I yeah. mean, that sounds... The thing is, is what's weird about it is, I think that most of the time when someone is mean to a person in your life, 
they're not in a place to listen to you. Because I do know someone, a friend of mine, and she was divorced, and she, her husband was not a nice person, and he was quite cruel in many, many ways to her. Not abusive, but cruel. Mm -hmm. And why aren't you, when are you going to pull your weight? When are you Mm going to... Lose weight. Lose weight. Whatever it was. Clean the house. And she, you know, they ultimately divorced, and then she said, my mom... Her mom said to her, oh, I saw it from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I saw the way he talked to you. Mm-hmm. I saw when you were dating. I saw the way he he, he didn't change. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it. And, didn't see it. and mm-hmm. she said, uh, you know, my mom was right. Like, she did kind of say to me, oh, I don't know about this guy, you know, or whatever. But I, she's like, I just brushed my mom off because I was in love. And so they're not in the position a lot of times to hear it. But this person wrote in about her own relationship. So. Right. But so do you think, like, with your friend and stuff, where the mom was saying stuff, is that go, does that go back to what we were talking earlier about how you and I would maybe tiptoe around something? Yeah. And this guy who's so proud about being brutally honest, does it, when it's your own children or somebody you love, let's say it's, you know, those girls that I work with all those years... I'm crazy about them. I would not want anything bad for them either. Right. But, I mean, it's a different relationship. But, I mean, can you just say, are you seeing this? Did you hear yes, what he you said? Could, you could say it. I don't know that they are well, always in the position. It. It's yeah. why we, when we talked last week or whenever what the last podcast, we talked about the Dirty John and the, right. and the financial manipulation and the... The thing, and it's like, their people that were in their lives are like, why are you signing your house over? Like, right, you right. know, but they're, well, I'm in love. Like, they, they're they not in a position to hear it. So when you... Oh, so your point is no matter how blunt you are about right. it, if somebody is not willing to hear it... Right. It they, doesn't if they're, matter. If they're All making, you've done is, is alienated Yes. Them. If they're okay. making excuses yeah. because this is the love of their life or this is their soulmate or whatever, they're not going to hear you. But I don't think you should not do it. I think you should, you still, should still say Yeah, it. you should still say, which is why I concur with this advice columnist when she said dump him. Yeah. Because it will only get worse. Yes, it will and only it, get and worse. It, you know, she can... If she needs to lose weight or wants to lose weight, she could lose weight. He'll find something else. Something. Oh, for sure. And There'll always be something else. There's always somebody's weak spot. Mm-hmm. And if you find somebody who thinks that that's fair fighting mm-hmm. to get you at your weak spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it speaks to their character. It speaks to their character and it will continue for the duration of your relationship. So now I totally agree with you. agree with you. On the other side of this, just because, are we expecting people to always be perfect? No. Or is your point is that this is intentional? It's intentional. He's not like... He absolutely can control himself. Right. Right. And and that's the way... And and it has to do... I, I think it has to do with how people are raised. If you're raised in a house where your parents fight like that and it's a learned behavior and you think, well, we're in a fight. Like, so, you know, everything's fair game. Well, that's not true. Everything is not fair game. I didn't grow up in a fighting family and 
thinking like that mm-hmm. is shocking to me. Yeah, because it is shocking to me because too. it's not something that I experienced. Yeah. And the bottom line is, it doesn't matter how you grew up. You have control over your behavior. Mm-hmm. And if she has voiced to him that that is low, it's a low blow, and it's it's not, I don't know, what does Dr. Phil say? Fair fighting mm-hmm. or what is a fair game or whatever he, whatever it is, you have voiced it and he continues to do it. He has absolute control over himself. Right, and he's not going to change it. Right. If he's done it the second time, or There's the third time, or exactly. whatever, it's going to right. continue. Exactly. So exactly. we have to wrap this up. Yes, we do. Well, it was lovely chatting with always. you, Barb. And thank you, everybody, for listening and all yeah. the nice thank comments. You. And yep, this is you know when I look at the list, we've done a lot of party. It's been fun though. Yeah. And when I'm away from it, because we haven't done it, mm-hmm. and then like the other day, I listened to the podcast, and I was like, oh, I love. I know. I'm not typically one to listen because I'm like, well, I was there. I remember. (laughs) But I listened to our 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 early February episode, and I was like, I got some laughs out of that. So I I hope you're enjoying it. And I did read read something about how you can rate a podcast if you listen to more than 30 seconds. Oh. There's like a, a place you can rate it. So give us some stars if you like it. Oh, right. Definitely give us some stars. I'm going to give you some homework, Beth, because we got some tips on how to whatever, advance your podcast or whatever. And I read it and it went right out of my mind. But I know that you're a little more invested. Well, no, well, I, because I would like to, you know, if we're going to do this, maybe, you know, to get more listeners would be awesome. If somebody out there who listens to us knows about algorithms in this type of podcasting world and would be interested in reaching out well giving us some direction well i'm going to and and let me say this if if you you are not committed to anything like absolutely like you know hiring yeah not like our (laughs) zach mcclosek who from the very beginning i was like oh thank god i we ended up getting tanya because it would have been a lot to have asked oh yeah to do that wanting to kill him so yeah i mean anyway anyway, we're gonna go but yeah yeah, if you you know how to do it and you're thinking you know what i can do that i would be more than happy to do that to move us up or to show us how to get us higher on these lists so that people can hear us um, we yeah. appreciate it. There is if some. You're looking for a hobby. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, have a, have a good day. And I'm going to say it, even though I I think the outro says it, like about be kind. That was sort of our theme of the day today. Yeah, be kind to about, people. You know, like think through your pranks. Think yes. through the, your gift buying so that you're including your steps. You know, yes. the stepchildren. It's all about kindness. It right. really, really is. You know, and I, it's I'm the just, minimum of kindness. It is. I have. I know somebody who recently has been going through a hard time with a friend, and she had bought this friend a birthday gift, and she said, "You know, I was going to return it, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it." And she said, so you "She know, just what, kept it for herself." No, she didn't. <laughs> she said, "You know, I don't want to look." wanted to look like I'm just buying a gift like to buy her gotcha kind of a thing and my advice to this person was it's never wrong to do something kind if she takes it in a way that's like oh she just did this because of whatever that's on her Right. If you if you throw it at her and say, "Here, bitch, happy birthday! I bought this for you," that may not go over well. That is not the spirit. I hope it doesn't fit. 
no, do not do that. But if you want her to have it, if you chose it for her, do it. Yeah. It just do it. Be I think kind. I think be kind. Yes, be kind. Absolutely. Be 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 kind. That's Absolutely. a good it's a good theme. I see it I mean people wear shirts. It's it is really a good way to go it through life. It is a good way to go through life. I mean, life. obviously. And maybe if you could be a little kinder to me, Barb, it would be a better <laughs> world. Anyway, but up <laughs> Bye, time. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe. And don't forget, be kind. And trust your gut. <laughs>